Yo, welcome to a new edition of the Speaker Geek Podcast. And we are back. Back in here. Back, back. In this thing. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And you're here with, of course, Tommy T and Steve O. Steve, your host for the Speaker Geek Podcast. Also, shout out to the artist formerly known as G. G. Over there taking care and curating the official Speaker Geek playlist on Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, yeah. We got a brand new episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about this clip that we saw. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, Talib Kweli had posted it on Facebook like November, back in November. Yeah. And it was with him, uh, Math Hoffa, Mickey Facts on the, it's Math Hoffa's podcast. I can't remember the name at the uh, moment. My expert opinion. Yeah, my expert, expert opinion yeah and i had it in my head it went out but whatever i got you back brother i got you back i appreciate it (laughs) uh (laughs) and we're gonna be discussing that the whole thing about is ghostwriting really okay so we're gonna be talking about that today as well as we're gonna be bringing you the news like always with tommy t and then we also gonna be bringing you top five top five top five yes top five what's in your speaker records from us for the week that'll be on the official Speaker Eagle playlist and both on Apple Music and Spotify. So be on the lookout for that. So without further ado, man, let's hop on in, man. How let's you been, bro? Man, I've been good, man. Uh, chilling, you know, working on my little um, mix and everything like that. So cooler. What about yourself, man? Man, well, you know, working. It's really it. Trying to get folks That's at home. That's really all it is to do, man. Lately, I mean, I, I mean, you know, we have got stuff out the to house do. and you know, and hang with the kids and all that. Uh, I got to get out of that mode too, because that's what it feels like. Yeah, you're just doing, doing work until you get pick up the kids from school and all of that. So I did have yeah. a good weekend though, man. Got out with the homies, yeah, and uh, all that good stuff. But other than that, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. Up, that's what's up, man. I always hang out with my kid. She's cool. She uh we actually planted, finally got the seeds in the in the soil. So we uh like actually letting the seedlings starting to grow and stuff now. So um she's a trip, man. I'm gonna post a picture of her uh you know, looking at the stuff later because she's funny. Kids are funny. <laughs> so kids are fun. Yeah. So um Let's hop on in top five, man. Let's let's, let's do get it. to it. Let's share our top five records of let's the week. Let's do it, man. You go ahead, man. Oh, it's my go? the honors. I think it was first last time, but I just said go first. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> man, my top five is, you, you'll see a pattern. I'm not going to tell right. you what it is, but it's basically from me working on um, my mix, like basically mm-hmm. we talked last week, we talked about my journey and everything like that. So I've been trying to figure out what, what do I want to start with first? You know, as far as like actually getting a mix together and actually having a set, maybe like 20, 30 minutes set to actually put out in the world. Um, so I, <laughs> so I uh, basically finalized it to outcast outcast is one of my favorite groups. Um, and I love their music. So mm-hmm. this list basically reflects Outkast. Surprising, right? 
<laughs> but the 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 crazy part about it or what um the twist to it is is the features. It's not their song, it's what they were featured on. And uh so but this first one, Lunis, I got five on it, as I was telling you, Steve, earlier, man. That was like a like for me, I want that to be like my theme music walking in, mm-hmm. like as a wrestler. So I was listening to it. I don't know where I, I heard the song somewhere. And I was like, this song is so iconic, you know, in its own right. Because to the smokers, it's I got five on it. To yeah. just anybody listening to music, it's so catchy. You Pretty know. Much. Um and then you know, you hear it and it fits uh movies, it fits TV shows. You know, it was like pretty much just a a great song whose over time has aged well. You know, it's like fine wine. You know, so I was like, this would be a perfect song to like come in on on the mix. So yeah. Lunas, I got five on it. The next one, Rich Boy, feature Andre 3000, Jim Jones, Nelly, Murphy Lee. There's somebody else on that song too. I can't remember. Um, Polo the Don was on the original. Uh, Throw some D's is the name of the song. I remember when that song came out, and I was like, Stax just killed it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. He Jim really J- did. That's when Jim Jones was really hot too. He killed that joint too. Um, is uh this next one is Slick Rick featuring Outcast, Street Talking. Um, I was listening to that. Um I really stumbled upon that. You know, I was just looking for some outcast songs. I was like, they did a song with Slick Rick. Turned it on. I was like, ah, classic Slick Rick. Slick Rick is a great lyricist to me, man. Like a great storyteller. Yeah. yeah and a lyricist, man. It's it's amazing how he can go in and out of a story like that, man. So yeah. um, the next one, UNK featuring Outcast and Jim Jones. I used to call him Unk. <laughs> and then DJ Unk. Is it? Oh, I think so. I think it is. That's what I used to call him. Yeah, I think it is. Anyway, DJ, I think he's a DJ. Anyway, Unk featuring Outkast and Jim Jones, Walk It Out, the remix. Of course, again, in college, everybody doing the Walk It Out. Mm-hmm. Everybody walking it out. <laughs> uh, having a good time, man. Um, this next one, this was it took me so long to figure out it was big boy in this song. Like, I mean, like years, I think this, this came out when I was in middle school or like right in high school, but Kilo Ali featuring big boy love in your mouth. Um, Oh, man. (laughs) It's crazy. That's like, it's just one of them like, Underground songs right. that we right. so much. <laughs> Bro, I didn't know when it first when I first heard it the first time. I was like, when I first heard it the first time. Anyway, um, I was like, <laughs> who is this dude? You know, who is like I knew I recognized the voice, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I couldn't put big boy on it. You know, it wasn't until I got to like college I realized that was big boy. But um, yeah. Hmm. How many is that? One or two? Cause I got like seven on here, but I'm gonna just give you five. Did I ever know that big boy was on that record too? 
Cause it, it don't when you hear it, it's like everything else like overpowers yeah. the actual verses on the song that I don't even right. I don't, right. Really remember, I don't remember the verses on the song. Right. You just remember the, the hook. Remember the, the beat <laughs> and you remember the hook. I'll leave my yeah. <laughs> Cause most time I heard it at parties, it was never a yeah. record I, I play in the car. That was just the record a, I played. Yeah, you just be at a party and it it comes on. That's too funny, man. Um, this last one, this six, this is a bonus, honorable mention. Um, and all those good things. Beyonce featured Andre 3000 Party. That's yeah. just a good record, bro. Like, we like the party. Right. It's good. <laughs> it is. That's just a solid record, man. But that's my top five, brother. Gotcha. Gotcha. Solid, man. Yeah. Uh, probably, shoot, I probably should have went first and let you go last. <laughs> my top five is completely, like, I ain't listening to too much music this week. So yeah. uh, I was listening to my audio book and Kind of focus on some other stuff. Uh, Relentless. Oh, okay. You told me about that. Yeah. So listen to that one and then uh, focus on some other things. You got it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't listen to too much music, but when I did listen, I listened. So, uh, man, my top five here. So Nims, Bing Bong. Uh, this, This Bing Bong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the title actually, but the record is crazy. Yeah. Fat Joe, Busta Rhymes, and uh, Nims as well. It's a, it's 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 a you want some, you just want to hear some bars and some like I guess almost like a nostalgic feel. Then listen to this record because you get man, you getting you getting Fat Joe, and then you get. You get Buster Rhymes and you ain't getting like no half, right. no half ass, you know, song. Like they they going in on it. So it's a cool song, man. I suggest giving it a listen and checking it out. Uh next record, man, Corey Loray and Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay. Dropped a record called Blick Blick. And you like that? Yeah. It yeah. sounds seems so stupid to me, but like what you mean by <laughs> it's dope. You know, yeah. I mean, I ain't listening to it for you know, yeah. Get no, I just like to feel a little record. I think it's a fun record. Yeah, I think right now it's coming up on time when it's gonna start getting warm. I think some of them, you know, I think a record like that is perfect for you know the season coming back. You yeah. know, you know when the warm weather and all that. Like you know, I can I can visualize it being, you know. One of those records out by the pool, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But this one, you know, I enjoy it. Uh, Nikki came on there spitting, and uh, Corey Lorraine. This is my first, actually, first time hearing something for So, really, uh, yeah, you know, that's Benzino's daughter. So. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's Benzino, Benzino's daughter. Interesting. Yeah, has she put out anything else? That yeah, was like she got a she got a hit. Like I can't remember the name of it. I was like. I like it. It's 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 kind of like this uh uh blick blick song, but it's okay. to me it's better. You gotcha. know, she just got a better feature on this one, you know. Yeah, I have to find it then because I probably heard it and was like, uh, but you know, we'll see. Uh but yeah, this my uh, this unless I've heard that single, if it's that big, I probably heard it. I just didn't know who she was. So it's good to 20 I guess. 
Oh, that one? Yeah, that's her song. Oh, I know why now. I she, hate that song. she got another one, I think. Yeah, I don't like that song. I like that one. I it's, just, a, it's, for, it's a major TikTok song. Yeah, for me, I like that one better than I like this Blick Blick song. Mm-hmm. But the feature, Nikki, is like you can't you yeah. can't go wrong with that. No, you really can't. <laughs> Especially being a female artist, you can't mm-hmm. go wrong with having Nicki Minaj featured on your song. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, on this record, man, Nicki spitting, spitting. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed the record and we'll see. But yeah, that other record now, I, I, yeah. You like that No. It's annoying. I just, <laughs> I'm, I don't like annoying songs, which is most time, most of the time is what hits are. Yeah. Except for, you know, some songs, but I I just didn't like it. Except it didn't hook me in. I was just kind of like, uh, I didn't even want to even look into who did the record. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I saw it everywhere on social media. Like, it was yeah. every, everywhere, everywhere. I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm tired of this record before I even heard it. <laughs> so that's why I, I probably felt like I never heard anything from him. But uh, on to Juice World. Juice World dropped a new album. Or someone dropped a new album. Yeah. Uh, RP and Juice World. Juice World. This record sometimes it was like first listen. And I was like, yeah, I like this one here. And I don't listen to much Juice World, so mm-hmm. uh, so when I do listen, it, most time it's something that really really catches me. But Juice World, kind of realized how talented he really was before ultimately, you know, passing away. Mm-hmm. But now nah, this sometimes record is dope. I enjoy it. That's really it. Ain't no real story but to it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just riding and this one came on. I was like, ooh, all right. And then folks were talking about Juice World dropped something new and I saw some buzz behind it. So I was like, if I come across a record, I'm going to listen and just kind of see. So, and I came across this one. And then from there, mm-hmm. Big Walk Dog. <laughs> I love saying it like that. <laughs> Big Walk uh, Dog. Real as it gets. Yeah. Is that a new one? Yeah, it's a new, mm-hmm. new one from him. Um, <laughs> I, Big Walk Dog. Yeah. That might just consistently make those those type of records. So I like it. I'm I'm just waiting to see what he's gonna do later, you know? Yeah. Cause what well, we've gotten like three, four records from him. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean I guess you're building, but it's kind of like what you gonna do now? You if will an album come behind this? It's going to be... But I guess we'll wait and see. Gucci yeah. got him right, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, from there, this record here, I, I figure you would enjoy this record, but it's from Sada Baby. It's called Bob Stick. And I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it, but I probably will. I like the title. <laughs> yeah. Go listen to it. Uh, another one of the fun records that I think is going to be heating up for, you know, the summer, the spring or summertime. It's just a fun record, and I think you'll enjoy it. I think it, 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 shoot, now I'm hoping that I'm not. Yeah, 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 it plays off the Slickwick record. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Because now, because I'm getting it all ran together because I'm thinking about um, the topic of the day, and they said something about Slickwick. So I'm like, uh, and you just said something about Slick Rick, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm getting it right that this is playing off of the old I Slick Rick record. 
It probably is, man. Yeah, I, you remember, I hope so. You remember uh, Mona Lisa? Yeah. Slick Rick did that. Like the Mona Lisa that Lil Wayne and Kendrick did, right? Uh-huh. Slick Rick did did it first. He got a, a track called Mona Lisa. Basically, yeah, same I story. That just yeah, yeah, dope, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Slick Rick, uh, I think the name of the album is The Children's Story. I mm-hmm. think. Um, that album, bro, he's like just going in bars, but telling a story. Yeah, man. It's crazy, Storyteller of all time. And then the fact that he's British. And it's crazy thing that no one really, I don't like, know who all really knew. Like, I didn't know until like a little later on but I never caught it in his music. Right. Until like later on when- No, the name of the album is The Great Adventures of Slick Rick. The Great Adventures the of Slick Rick. The track was uh, Children's Story. But um, I, I found out because I read the Spotify uh, biography about him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's how I found out, man. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like I, I knew- I knew way back when, and I forgot how I figured it out. Yeah, uh, cause th- did he get did he get extradited when he got? Yeah, I think so. Or yeah. something like that. Something happened when he got um, arrested for whatever yeah. he did. So he he couldn't. And then it when that came out, yeah, they said something about him yeah. not being able to be in the U.S. or something like that. And I think that's when I figured it out. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, other than that. You really didn't like he didn't come off that way, so you didn't really know yeah. that he was from, you know what I'm saying, that he was British or anything. Mm-hmm. So but uh shout out to Slick Rick, man. We shout might out do to a Slick Rick. Slick Rick appreciation show or something. But uh yeah, man, that's my top five. Uh quick and easy. There wasn't really no no surprise, surprise. Yeah. Uh yeah. to my top five. Next week though. Hopefully <laughs> it'll be better. It'll be better. Next week, man, that lotto will come out, man. I'm I'm Curious to see or hear what this album is talking about, man. Cause she got bars, but mm-hmm. like I don't think she expressed them. Like on these last few tracks, she like one, she was like, I was like, damn. But this last one, Willie, I don't think she expressed her barsness. Well, on it. but I, I mean, like it was a good song because once yeah. again, it's what the purpose of it was was for. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the girl can rap, rap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, it's a time and place. I'm sure she'll have something on there that yeah. she gonna borrow up. But you know, some of them, them singles, man, they gotta be. They most times singles be light. You know, yeah. light bars. Yeah, yeah. You right. You right. Yeah. Um, quick question for you before we get into the news, bro. You brought you brought up uh, summertime songs, right? Mm-hmm. What's your number one summertime record? My number one? Number one, like, gotta play it. This pops off summer for you. Oh, that's easy. That's Will Smith. Ah. Summertime. <laughs> yeah, I gotta play that record. And then behind that, you know, play something, uh, either something from Ghost Town DJs or yeah. Quad City DJs and and then, you know, and then some other records start falling in behind that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith, 
Summertime. <laughs> I <laughs> asked you that. I asked you that because you brought that up. And then I was like, well, I know mine, my like my two, right? Mm-hmm. I gotta play Will Smith summertime first. I gotta hear drums, please. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tupac, I get around is right after that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely another one. Man, mm-hmm. I was like, I played it like last week, and I was like, no, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. <laughs> no, nah, it's definitely not time. I it's used to play it. <laughs> I used to play it right every time, like right that first day, of, supposed to be the first day of summer. Yeah. I play that record every time. That'd be the, that'd be the, when I'm grilling, like when I, that first reel, I got my reels, my chicken, and my, my brats, and all this and all that. I play that. <laughs> gotcha. Crazy man. Um, let's get into this news real quick, man. Let's go. Not much. Um, just kind of want to bring up a few things. Light news day. Light news. Yeah, light news day. I was gonna say night lose day. But um, first thing I want to bring up, man. Where is it? Where is it? Boosie badass. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm just scrolling uh Instagram one day and uh Boosie had a uh I guess it was like a uh I don't know what you call this, but basically he went live, right? And mm-hmm. his son was with him, 18-year-old son. Let's get that straight. Um, and they was at this thing. Let me see, do they say it? It was just a live event that he put yeah. on called the uh I was saying, Boosie Gone Bad. Uh, is it, nah, is it Boosie Gone? I thought it was Boosie Gone Wild. Nah, it's, it's called Boosie Gone Bad. Yeah, um, so whatever it was, it was, un- it was he told everyone it was going to be uncut. Yeah, uncut. <laughs> and which I'm surprised he was even able to live stream that. To live right. stream it at all, but right. Yeah, go, so go basically the, out, the outrage is Boosie had his son up here looking at vaginas trying to use the correct words um looking at vaginas with a magnifying glass mm-hmm. um this gonna sound crazy bro but i don't think the issue is with boosie i think the issue is with the girls that was doing it that's my take on it you know because it, like i can see and then it gets it gets deeper for me it's mm-hmm. like, okay, his son was there. His son is 18. His son can literally go to a strip club and do yeah. this by himself. Does it make it no, bad parenting? Right, right. <laughs> not with a magnifying glass. But, but does it make it bad parenting that his dad was with him or his dad was egging this behavior on? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what does that say about the his daughters? You know, you look at that part. But I blame the girls that were up there for doing it. It's like, I don't know if they were paid. I don't know. I'm sure they was giving money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were giving money. But like that was a decision that that they made to Mm -hmm. get on stage, go to this event and show their vaginas. And allow people to look at them in that way. Yeah. You know, um, so I don't really have any outrage for Boosie. And then I think we talk about it now because of 
the uh, situation Boosie had with his son earlier. Talking about, I think yeah. he said uh, he paid somebody to have sex with his son or something like that. Yeah, it was something. It was like something weird. Can't remember what it, what it was. But, um, oh, pardon me. I don't know yeah. where it came from. But um, it's, it's like, I. <laughs> it's something I wouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a person that does that. You know, that doesn't excite me at all. But yeah. what can you say, man? What do you do? What do you like? He grown, man. <laughs> His son is 18 at this point. You know, he's looked at mm-hmm. upon as being an adult, man. So it ain't really anything. There shouldn't be any outrage. Yeah, I think it's, it's more of a shock value because, like I said, I mean, I know it's worse and stuff out there, but on the uh, on the net, but you kind of like, like my first thing was like, dang, he was able to live stream that, and right. <laughs> I mean, what a you know, real you know, honestly, what a what a camera was, and where they were, you couldn't, I mean, you can't, you ain't that close to really see anything, but. As far as the outrages of of his parenting, I I don't know. I know that's not something that I would do. Yeah, with my son, but at the same time, he's eighteen. I don't know. I'm conflicted because right. I'm not gonna blame anyone. Those girls, you know, uh, they was they they was getting the uh, getting the check. Uh, they probably. I don't have much research on the women, but they were probably exotic dancers anyway. And, you know, I, hey, if you can have it at your house, have it at your house. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it does, like, the the stuff about, you know, like, what what, what is that message that he's sending to his daughters? That's a different story. But I don't know. I don't know if... If his parenting is in question on this one, but I, yeah, it, it's just weird. I think it's weird and it's out the norm for people because most of us wouldn't do that. But you know, if your dad take you to your first strip club at eighteen, is there much of a difference? Nope. So, mm, yeah. it's not like and and I want to kind of clear up the. Uh, blaming thing. I don't blame the girls for what they're doing, but any anybody that has an issue with what happened, the issue should not be with Boosie. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I don't have an issue with it like at all. Oh, it looks like they had a good time. Even if he was mm. 17, I would be like, <sighs> you know, mm. <laughs> it's, it's like what really changes from 17 to 18. You know, outside yeah. of legally, you're an adult. Now, uh, that made me think of something real quick, and then we can move on. But I guess, I guess, when it comes down to, so one thing is we know that Boozer has done, you know, stuff before in the past, and that's but, what you know causes people to question everything he does now. Exactly. There, you know, you're hyper now you're hyper focused on anything else he does right. that could potentially be uh, you know, something that we would question about parenting. Right. So there's that. And so I, I think that plays into it. But the I other part is something that I think 
we kind of overlook too is like the mental state of of like his his son or any any other child. Like, yes, legally, because and the reason why I say this because you said you know when you're at eighteen, legally you're adult, but like, are you mentally, you know, but mentally are you ready for that type of experience? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the only question possibly could ask. And really that's none of our, really we wouldn't know cause we don't know his son in that manner Yeah, to know if he's, you know what I'm saying? Mentally ready to, to be a part of all that, but you know, he could be, and you know, everything's fine. I mean, you know, so Man, uh, it, it actually, yeah. and, and I'm, this is my last thing about it before, I get to uh, anything else. Mm-hmm. How does this affect his idea of women? The son? Yeah. Shoot. That, see, and that's why I was going with that. Because, like, now it's, you know... Yeah, that's going to... That's going to be... I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, don't I, know. I feel like the world today has negatively impacted our thoughts um, on sex, gender, and women mm-hmm. in, in particular. Um, just because I feel like everything is over-sexualized when it doesn't really need to be. Yeah, like we talked about is. that in, in the music. Like, mm-hmm. sex is going to sell and, and, you know, women over-sexualizing their music is what's... The top women are the women that's showing their ass, talking about sex and, and stuff like that, but the lyrical women or the women that's not talking about that um, aren't really getting a lot of play. And so I just wonder how are we really affecting the women, like people coming up today, you mm-hmm. know, because I mean, mm-hmm. like that behavior, the boosted situation with his son, that behavior is not acceptable to most women. Like you can't go up to it like, in college with a magnifying glass walking around a party holding it up to somebody's vagina. Nah. You know? Like that's not something. And that's why I think the shock of it even being streamed is kind of like, like, they even, he was even able to stream it at all. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, you know, we're not, you know, like, you're not, you can't go to a strip club and do it either. Right. I mean, that's there and there, you know, <laughs> stripping, but you can't have no magnifying glass. Right. <laughs> you barely have your phone in there. So, now I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but now yeah. I agree with you. Uh, that's one of my absolute gripes about society is that I, I don't think I, you know, I don't think our brains were, were meant to take on all this, but yeah, man. Yeah. That's going to be something to see, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, this next thing, man, the Frenchman, Jussie Smollier, uh, <laughs> that shit is never going to be not funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he got out. He got in, he yep. got put in, then he got out. Yep. Um, his, I think his lawyers basically were saying that um, I don't know what it, I don't know how he got out. Oh, it's appeal. They doing appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got out off of in a appeal, and mm-hmm. they're trying to uh, delay his sentencing. This whole situation is just crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, let the lawyers do the lawyer stuff. You know, 
So they they yeah. working on it. He was in there for what two days, and then yeah. he was out. And um, I, I knew that they were gonna put an appeal because look like uh, when they was uh, giving him a sentence, they were asking what they gonna do with appeal, and they were like, "Yeah, we we are." So I'm ready to see how this plays out. This is very interesting, mm-hmm. and because we I still bring up the question of. You know, did he really do this, or was it really what happened? And then, you know, so I'm I'm interested to see how to play out. He's he's kept his innocence the entire mm-hmm. time, so we'll see. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole situation is just stupid to me. So, <laughs> what the uh, like, like him paying somebody? Like it's it's like okay. They have all this damning evidence that this is made up, right? Mm-hmm. And you have nothing to say that you didn't make it up. Like, you have no defense to say that you didn't make it up. I mean, it must have something because, mm-hmm. you know, some lawyers won't. They'll be like, no, nah, I ain't taking this case on. But they must have something that they're trying to help or whatever. So that's why it makes it so intriguing. Cause it's Man, like, I think okay. what they're trying to do is prolong as much as possible to invoke some type of doubt and basically prolong it long enough for them for, to forget. <laughs> show a crack somewhere, show something just so they can slip through it. Um, and the biggest thing was getting him out of jail. Yeah. I don't know. I ain't no lawyer, bro. That's my thought on that, man. Um, yeah. Last thing I want to bring up, man. Uh, actually, hold up for the last thing. NCAA, NCAA championships is uh, the the tourney is going on right now, mm-hmm. and then this past this weekend, the um, World Championships indoor track um, is going on right now. Um, and you know I love track, so I've been watching that. I'm just telling you that to go check it out. But yeah, so this last thing I want to bring up, man, KD, you put you put it in the uh, you put it in the Slack earlier this past week. <laughs> Basically, KD told the fan to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny too. But my question is, um, fans of as of late, we're seeing more and more of these instances. Mm-hmm. with the interaction from player and fans, right? But in basketball, we always see the most negative things. Like a couple of weeks ago, uh, I know I was reading uh, Russell Westbrook was saying he doesn't like sending uh, having his kids come to the game because of how bad they talk about him. Yeah. You know, um, KD having to go from his mindset of playing basketball to like, I mean, I know it's a choice of his, but him going from that to saying, basically shutting the fuck up, shut the fuck up. You can't do my job to a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think fans go too far when they are heckling? Like it's, it's, it's a thing of friendly heckling was a thing of going too far. What do you, what's your take on that? I definitely think they go too far. Why, why right. do you think we, Simple. We as human beings think it's okay to do that. Like, why do we look at, I guess, the basketball players since we're talking about basketball? Why do we look at those athletes as 
in a a piece of meat, I guess. Like these are these are the most physical fit people on earth, athletes, professional athletes, right? None of them are made bodies like mine. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um some they some of them are in tip top shape. And here it is, somebody that doesn't work out, somebody that doesn't eat right, um, doesn't take care of their bodies, feel like it's okay for them to just say whatever they want to. Yeah, uh, I think it's just Man, I think we just don't forget how to talk to one another or, or whatever. But also, you know, it's like you come in there, you know, you coming in, it's high emotion. Folks just let ain't, you know, they're drinking, they're, you know, folks not thinking. And then, you know, some people really do think that, you know, y'all are here for my entertainment and mm-hmm. I pay money so I can do what I want to do. When in fact, no, man, they people too. Mm-hmm. Like, period. And I get it. You you know, some people gonna say that's what comes with it, but I, I don't think so. I think people gotta chill. Like, it didn't like used to come it, with that, though. What you mean? Like, oh, like, you mean it didn't? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it did. Folks said things. You know, there there's stuff in the past. I think now it's more, you know, cameras are better, uh, mics are better, yeah. stuff is being picked up better, you can see stuff better, and then also now the athletes are reacting to it. So mm-hmm. now you 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 see it, you can you're like, dang, what happened over there? <laughs> you know, um, and then of course when we had the 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 rumble in the palace and it's just now, you know, we're more happy aware and then so you know, because of social media. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, when we didn't have social media, news didn't travel this fast. Right, right, Like, right. it's instant and it's shared at alarming rate and it's like, mm-hmm. everybody can see it. And then also, I think people be, people do the same exact thing on social media. Like, yeah. say all these hurtful stuff, like, and, and think they can just get away with it. So I think that's another thing where people are, they're in real life doing what they would, you know, what yeah. they would do on uh, on the computer and it's yeah, I, I wonder how, how that translate into the metaverse I don't think the metaverse is gonna last so you don't? no I think you got a shot man I don't I, don't. <laughs> I, I look at it as like cause it's for one how you gonna regulate it if people doing stupid stuff now what are they gonna do in there and then two I think uh, alright how do you get to it comfortably and mm-hmm. The with um and with virtual reality, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we go back to all the failed attempts of doing, you know, 3D TVs and virtual, you know, all the virtual because virtual reality stuff isn't new, like it's been around and it's failed, like <laughs> it, it, it failed. You think about this, right? It failed mm-hmm. because of time right now. We just we're like in it. We're still in a pandemic, right? So some people aren't like going to work and stuff like that. Going into an office, um, life basically has changed, and right now has been an opportunity for the metaverse to actually excel because people are at home. But I think that's why it's gonna fail because people are at home. But that's no, the interaction. People been at home too long, but that's the interaction. Like now, like, it's when you I'm come safe to, at home with the but interaction. No, but you got to think about it. Right now, we don't like the tail end behind it. Of the, we're supposed to be on the tail end. 
Mm-hmm. Folks are out. <laughs> people yeah. are out. They come to Nashville. Nah, they they people, people are out. Yeah, people and, are and out. I don't. That's why I think. Nah, I think I, I'm like nope. It's it's not going. Like, and and the then kids. also, also, Are the kids enjoying it. Like, uh, my son don't know what the met, don't know about the metaverse. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> and he, he has an Oculus. You think he's going to play <laughs> games? Not too, right? Yeah. <laughs> but think, think about when Facebook came out. Facebook came out. You might have been a sophomore or no, nah, I was a freshman in college. Yeah. And it really like once I got to I joined uh, Facebook the summer right before I went off, mm-hmm. and look at it now. But Facebook is different. Facebook was Facebook, Facebook changed the way that we interacted with each other. Well, not really. Facebook was built Nigga, on yes, what was on. <laughs> no, because we already had Black Planet and we had. Right. What was Bruh. the other one? What was we, the other social media thing? Only one, the MySpace. Yeah, Bruh. there was MySpace. There was already Black Planet. We were already doing AOL. Talk. It, it built off of you know. It, it built, built off, off of that stuff. But Facebook text is. messaging and stuff. Now it got bigger because it got accessible and it's everywhere now. It's on your phone. It's really the accessibility. Now look at the whole metaverse thing. Like in order to do it, you probably need, you probably gonna have to go buy an Oculus or you have to yeah. wear something. It isn't like I pick up my phone, I can click on the app and just kind of, you know, see scroll and and put up things and and really convenient. Whereas the metaverse is a bunch of work <laughs> to get but into. I'm, I'm just saying, but I think that's the <laughs> that's the new the next thing, you know, because it's uh it's crazy to think about this, but it pretty much puts you in a position to where like it levels the playing field a little bit. So you're, you're thinking like how does it level the playing field? Yeah. Because uh, it's creating a, a world everybody has to start from scratch. Everybody has to start from zero. Now you might have some resources on the outside to invest in it into it because you look at look at people actually investing into it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's here. I think it's still got some kinks to work out, but I think it's here. And uh, we're seeing the the change of something. So, yeah. How did we get there? We wasn't talking about the metaverse. We were talking about KD telling somebody to shut the fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Anyway, we got into why. Yeah. We thank folks. But anyway, let's get into this topic, man. Let's go. I'm excited about it. You want to, since you put it in the Slack, man, I'm going to let you introduce it and, and, and run it. Yeah, so this uh, there's a clip from the, and actually it got to me from my cousin. My yeah. cousin he sent it to me on Facebook and was like, "Hey, what's your thoughts on it?" And so this clip came about. It was uh, like I said, it was when I kind of did the research of where it came from. Tyler Kwali had posted it back in November of 2021, and. It made his rounds, and it's interesting that we're just not getting to it, but mm-hmm. it's basically Tyler Kweli is, is there, Mickey Fax, Math Hoffa, uh, everyone, I'm sure y'all know Tyler Kweli at this point in time, but Mickey Fax is another uh, hip-hop artist, and Math Hoffa is a battle rapper, but Math, Math Hoffa has a show called My Expert, In My Expert Opinion, mm-hmm. and it pretty much takes place, I think, in his barbershop that he owns, and I've seen a few shows before. It's, it's really good. But this particular one is about ghostwriting. 
Yeah. And like, is it basically, is it okay to have a ghostwriter? Uh, Tyler Kwali is, has ghostwriting for people. And so he was kind of, he's saying it's okay to have one. And then Mickey Fax, of course, he, he's pretty much against it. And so it's, it's a very interesting conversation of, and it really goes down through why, you know, ghostwriting is an issue in hip hop. So mm-hmm. we gonna talk about it, you know, and give our little take on it. Cause I, I really, I really enjoyed the clip. Yeah. Because yeah. it was, <laughs> uh, it was a lot there and, you know, it, 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 it lets you see, you know, for one, Tyler Kweli, such a top tier lyricist, yeah. speak about ghostwriting. And then you have another top tier lyricist speak on, you know, in an in opposition way. So it's interesting to see them do it. So, mm-hmm. and that's how we got here. <laughs> so that's a good way to get, that's a good way to put it. That's how yeah. we got here. Yeah, and I put it in the in the Slack, and I was like, "Hey, topic, yeah, topic." So, yeah, man. Uh, so, what you think about it? I man, my my opinion. I don't really care about ghost right. <laughs> like, if it's a hit, it's a hit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like I look at um these type. Like, if you ghost right for somebody, like, yeah, I think you need to get credit for it. But um, the performance piece is is there as well. Like to put on a, a song, right? You have to have all these pieces put together. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have the music. You got to have the lyrics. You got to have um, the mixer to mix all those things together. And you you have to have the market. Uh, it has to be marketable. And you have to have the people to market this said hit song and with that being the case it's like is it better to hear your story from your mouth yes because we're hearing it from you but if you hear somebody else's story but they can but somebody else can perform it better what's wrong with that a hit is a hit you know um Lyrics are lyrics, stories are stories. No matter who tells them, if it's if it's a true story, you know what I'm saying. If it's if it's a true story that actually happened, now you can't get up here and start rapping about Jack and the Beanstalk, thinking that you know you claiming it for yourself. But if it's a story like if if I'm rapping your life story. But I say this is, you know, lyrics written by Steve Smith, Mm. you know, performed by Tommy T. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I have no issues with that. But if this is your life story and this ain't written by Tommy T, performed by Tommy T, yeah, I have an issue with that because that's plagiarism. Yeah. You know, that's illegal. But uh, that's that's the thing that uh, Talia Kweli was saying. Is it about the jam? Well, like, what is king is what he what he asked in that video. Is it mm. the jam or the lyrics? I think Mickey Fax was like, it's the it's the you know the lyrics. Like who? Like he says the authenticity. Yeah, the authenticity of yeah. the lyrics or whatnot. So basically, he was like, it's not the jam. Like it's not the hit song. It's the who wrote it and you know 
how it sounds from there. So it gives more metrics. This is one of the most subjective topics that you can ever have about hip hop and music because mm-hmm. so many questions come up. The well, point is, like in any other genre, is you know is acceptable, but those other genres have a lot more music moving pieces than hip hop. Mm-hmm. And hip hop, you know, is beating lyrics. Is is yeah. you know, and I mean, there's you know, occasional hook or whatever. Uh, I mean, there's a hook too, but it's mostly beating lyrics. So it's like, uh, you know, being able to write your own is a tremendous plus, and. Um, so I think that in the pride and in the in the sport of hip hop, it is is very important to be able to write your own, yeah. especially because we got to break down the thing of like ghostwriter. Like if, if it's that acceptable and it's that fine, then why we call them ghostwriter? They just just be writers. Is a ghost you call a ghostwriter for a reason? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, right. and and the, and so when the curtain is pulled back and you're like, wait. All that fly stuff was written by this guy and not you. It it does put a it it, it put a damper a, a a damper on the whole situation. It's a letdown, and yeah, the song can be as jamming as it as possible, but it, it is like it's a tremendous letdown. Like you're like, dang. So this ain't this ain't really you because the person rapping it is the face. Mm-hmm. So you buy into that. And you're like, man, homie got bars, he into it. And, you know, it becomes emotional and you get invested into an artist. And then to find out that he ain't right, none of it, you're like, eh, okay. Um, but, you know, for, I got both points, mm-hmm. but it was very interesting because Mickey asked, he said, has anyone written for you? And he was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, quickly. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think for for Ty Lib, since he is a ghostwriter, uh, writes for other artists as well, it's kind of it's a, it's a way to you know make money. But for him, because he's a top tier lyricist, he doesn't have you know. Nah, I don't need anybody to write for me. But he gets the un- he understands the concept of a collaborative e- effort because he talks about when they put together records, you know, it's all of us together. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mika Fax did ask him, but would you, did any of them write any lyrics for you? He's like, no, I'll take a suggestion, but which is different. Yeah. Uh, suggestion is, is totally different from someone writing a complete song, a reference track, as they call it, a complete song from start to finish and giving it to you. Now, to the average person, I don't think they would care. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, a jam is a jam. But I think within within hip hop space is is like, you know, that's cool. It's a jam, but don't come to me with your, you know, saying greatest of all time list and putting him on it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, this is like, you know, the the situation with Drake. Um, who else got caught? Who else got exposed for having a ghostwriter? I think it's some other folks. Uh, even Kanye. As mm-hmm. well, because we know that uh, there was some lyrics that was written for him. You, you know, look him. Another is it has an asterisk beside her name, and a few others. And I, I think it's just it's great. It, it takes great pride because people write their own lyrics and make their own story. So 
for me, it's 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 gonna be one of them topics for a long time that we're just yeah. gonna go back and forth about. Yeah, but I, I did like seeing them talk about it. Like I don't, I don't think that you know when when they did talk about the greatest of, of all time list, right? Mm. Yeah, I think most of the people that like greatest of all time wrote their own stuff. But I don't put nothing past Drake as being a a artist, a great artist. You know, I don't put anything past Kanye. Like as much as we talk about Kanye in a negative light, right? Mm. One thing we do not say Kanye is not talented. Yeah. You know, like, is he going to go like it's it's like the subjective list of my top five versus your top five. Right. My top five consists of people that I like for whatever reason I like them and their music. You know, um, Kanye is not on my top five, but Kanye does have some songs that I adore and I love, you know, through the right wire is like one of my top favorite songs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But um all the what is it? All the what's the song he did with T Pain? Wait till I get my money right. It's in the in the wait till I get my money. Oh, I don't know if he did that with T Pain. Yeah, I'm saying I don't think he did that with T Pain. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh but I, I I think like of course your list is always subjective, but I think mm-hmm. when you, you know, you debate this, you know, greatest of, but we're we're not talking about your top five list, right, right, right. We're talking right. about the greatest of all time list, where we, There's where everybody no, debates who's, you know, who we gonna who put on that greatest of all time list. But you know, this is oh, this is my question. If you found out that Andre three thousand didn't write none of his stuff, how would you feel? The same I feel about Andre three thousand. I still would say, no, you we need yeah, this. Yes, I would, it. man. Yes, I would, dog. Yes, I would. Like, like, dog, dude is too special, bro. Like, I did, like for me, that and that's for me. You know what I'm saying? Like the stuff, the artistry that he put out. Because it's like you think about this when it comes to Ghostwriter. That's this one reason I don't have a problem with it. You put it like this. I'm not a great. Um, I don't think I could deliver a rap song. Like, I don't think I could perform a rap song. Right? Mm. But if time and if I had the time to sit down and write a rap, I think I could do that. You know, if I if I would like just sat down and was like, oh, this is the story I want to tell. This is what I want to say. Boom, boom, boom. I would have to pay somebody to go rap that for me. Because me delivering it would not get it the same, would not deliver my message in the same way that I think another person who may can perform it better than me. So then it becomes a duo, right? Like I'm the, I'm the, for instance, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. He's the DJ. I'm the rapper, you know? They work together that way because they were a team. So when you look at it from a ghostwriter standpoint and a performer standpoint, yeah, the face is going to get more of the fame, but that writer is still getting what he deserves because he's only doing one part of it. The performer is actually rapping the lyrics, performing the song. 
that's where the art comes from. Now, the issue with with well, every- no, <laughs> no, there's no art there. The art is from the is from the. You don't think there's an art in performance? The performance part, no. Nah. You, you don't just, think there's an art in performing? No, nah, you just a puppet. If I mean, if you if you are writing, <laughs> I have to disagree with you. Though, if you are writing your own stuff and all that, then cool. I mean, it depends. Like I'm talking about hip hop. I ain't talking about R&B. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about hip hop too. Uh, hip hop now, nah, bro. <laughs> like, like you don't think you don't think the fact that people get on stage and they perform their rap songs, not just sitting up no, there, just I'm sitting in a chair, just rapping. The lyrics I'm, to a song. I'm talking about the ones that perform other folks' rap songs, like karaoke. Uh, that's how I view it when you have a ghostwriter, um, especially someone who had who writes the entire song. And I'm just specific, specifically talking about hip hop. Yeah, uh, I'm not talking about because so it's what's the, what's the difference know, from hip hop and R and B? They're like, not held to the same in, standard. Ghostwriter, because they're not held to that same standard. Why? You know. That's why I didn't understand. Why isn't R&B music held to the same standard for hip-hop when it comes to ghostwriting? Because the the reason being is because that's always been their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you know, it's always been a standard of a lot of people write those songs when it comes to R&B, uh, pop songs, stuff like that, because it's more of a musical music, musician type of thing. There's a lot of more moving parts within that. So it's like, yeah, that's that's all understandable. Like, you know, not everybody's, you, you're not going to have, you may have some people that can't, but not, you know, uh, when it comes to that and then putting together a performance part and all of that, I'm sure is is very heavy and hard to write all right, I'm gonna write the whole album and you know for R&B keys, you know how we gonna sing this and that, and then as well as produce, <laughs> you know the music as well as uh, putting together a performance piece. So they, they've never been held at to a to the same standard of hip hop because when it comes to hip hop, like I said before, it's really just it can be done with two people. It can be done with the producer and the artist. Mm-hmm. And because hip hop is so personal, you know, most of the time you're rapping about your life and, and Mickey Fax made a good point. He was like the whole thing about, you know, what happens when that, when that, when that person goes away and we've seen it, like people, mm-hmm. like the person that you rapping about, the person that writing the rhymes, whatever, when that person goes away for whatever reason, what happens to that artist, man, he's drastically in it. Like he's, he's done most of the time <laughs> or in some type of drastic change comes about. And then you're no longer looking at that artist the same. So mm-hmm. like the jam, like I agree with Tyler Quali, the jam, I, the jam is at the end of the day. No, nah, the jam. Well, I'll say the most important part is getting out that song. That's a hit because you want to get paid. But I'm not, you know, if you need a ghostwriter, cool. But I, I think the whole term ghostwriter and all that needs to go away. If, if you got writers, have writers. Mm-hmm. But don't come, it's it just some things you're not going to be able to do. 
Like you, you can't come in and tell me I'm a superior, you know, superior lyricist and this and that. But like, no, you don't write your stuff, bro. It's, it's a nice record, but still, like, you get most, you get the asterisk. Most, <laughs> most rappers that you know that that are superior lyricists don't start a sentence with "I'm a superior lyricist." You know what I'm saying? What you mean? No, I'm not talking about starting the. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm I'm talking about if you're, if, you know what I'm saying, you are able to say that. Like, even, even in there, you see Mickey Fax and Talu Kwali was like, but, you know, I'm I'm top tier. I'm afforded the luxury to do that. I can write for others and no one be able to write for me. And you saw Mickey was like, exactly. Yeah. Like, you are. Like, that's the that's what I mean. Like I'm not saying walk around I'm superior artist. I'm saying no. the luxury of being able to say what Tyler Kali was able to say, what Mickey Fax was able to say. Like we are like top tier. We can you know do this and for Tyler, I get it because that's like that's probably his business. It's probably getting mm-hmm. him a lot of a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but I get as a purist, I get from Mickey Mickey Fax point because it's like like. Let me throw this loophole in there before you before you finish that thought. Yeah. What if I hired a ghostwriter to write my story? Let's take out, let's take out the I'm not talking about somebody else's story. I'm talking about mine. I just can't write it in a rhyme. Like, um, for instance, right? I went mm-hmm. to college. I graduated college. Shit happened to me. And then now I'm here. Write this story into a hit song so I can perform it. Because I can rap. You know what I'm saying? I can rap. I can perform this song. But I just can't write this song. That part is interesting because I don't, you, I don't you, think that you, would work. You were trying to figure out how can somebody conceptualize yeah, but if I can sit up here and tell you what happened and all I need is for somebody to write it for me in a way but, in rhymes yeah. yeah, isn't that the same effect of a ghostwriter but I told the story or is yeah, the story I mean, about yeah, my, my you fact. know what I'm saying yeah, a ghostwriter is a ghostwriter. <laughs> um, that's why. That's why. That's one of the reasons I, I don't have an issue with it because it's still an art form. I I look at music as being a complete art form, and I take hip hop in a way. Yes, hip hop was started on from a from a standpoint of um, actually the rapper not even being the main part. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. rapper was there to just keep the crowd into what the DJ was doing. Yeah, and then you know, and then it and then it got into people start telling stories about what's happening in their in their neighborhood, in their lives, on the street, and stuff like that, and being able to put it into a, a different type of form. And then those people went into writing these stories for other people to perform. Yeah, it's like everybody's getting a way to get paid, right? Yeah, yeah. You start I mean, putting get your money, other. man. <laughs> I like I, I ain't opposed to ghostwriting at all. Like, get your money. That's why I'm saying, like, Talib, it makes sense because that's what he does. So I get why, I get why. Like, he's like, you know, who cares? I mean, like, the jam is king. I, I yeah. get his point of view on it, but I also get Mickey Fax' point of view as well. Ultimately, does it matter? Not really. I don't think because, so. Because you know, when we get that record. 
I think it just depends on the space yeah. that we're in. Like, you know, it's when we get that record, if it's if it's fire, cool. But I think I, I think it has a I'm gonna take that back. It it's like depends on the space we're in. What's up? As uh, far as it matters. Cause there's a lot of pride in hip hop and biggest biggest song. I'm sorry, Steve. What's the biggest song that you know of that had a ghostwriter? I don't know, because they're ghostwriters. Uh, what's, a, what's, a, what's a song that you know, like, what's an artist that you know that had, like, a big artist that had a ghostwriter? Let, let's take Drake. Well, you know, all of Kim's music was written by Big. Kim. Yeah, all her music okay. was written by Big. He okay. All that. So, uh, Dr. Dre. Oh, like, you know, prime you know example, that. right? Prime yeah. example. Easy. Um, we know that. I was uh, just about Ice to bring Cube. that up. I was just yeah. about to bring that up. Um, What's the what's the ice the easy song Boys in the Hood right? Mm-hmm. Ice Cube wrote that song right. Yeah. Who else performs it? If Ice Cube does not write that song, Easy E can't be who Easy E was. We don't get NWA. Yeah. So with with that with knowing that information, it's like that's I guess that's where I'm like don't not agreeing with Mickey Facts on the whole. Well, you know, this is the point though. Do it. we put do we put Easy and do we, matter of fact, this is perfect actually. Who are we gonna who are we gonna uh label as one of the greats? I'm who not gonna, gonna look at Eazy-E as, as a, a great point taken. It'll but be Ice be, Cube. That's because <laughs> yeah, I, I would label Ice Cube as a great because Ice Cube yeah. was able to and and RIP to Easy E. But Ice Cube was able to today. He still can drop some music, and you somebody exactly. go listen to it. Yeah, it's exactly. not like he's dropping music, and they're like, "Why did he do this?" And that's the point that Mickey Fax is is making that it's not you know is is in hip hop. It's not okay to have a ghostwriter because you know every when you're in hip hop, it isn't just about dropping. A record is about being, you know, every hip hop artist, they're always talking about who the best. And if you, you know, and one thing that comes along with it is writing your rhymes. That's why Jay and Nas are at the, <laughs> after the tippity tip tip top of all of this, because they were able to do that. Now, I know folks going to bring up that, you know, the big situation, you know, Jay was using some of Big's, you know what I'm saying, stuff. And you're like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, it's one thing to, you know, and even Jay talked about it. He said, I'm bigging up my brother. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm using a bar or two from him, but I'm bigging up my brother. And, you know, I, and also something else that was dropped in, in that whole segment was that did anyone think that this was going, this was helping Biggs publishing, which would pay Biggs, which would, uh, that's what they say in the video. Yeah, it's, like it's I, ain't, his kids out. I never thought about that until like till they said. I was like, wow. So it's you know it is. I think the reason why I think it it matters and it doesn't is because when we're in hip hop, there is a um, like for example, I'm gonna try to explain this. It's it's a sense of pride and it's a sense of respect and you know people your head held high that that's from your pen you wrote that because everybody's gonna be like man that bar was crazy 
and they looking at you as the writer to only find out that someone else. And I mean, a perfect example is when he, Mickey Fax asked, has anybody ghostwriter for you? And you can tell, and you can tell how Tyler was like, no, it was so, it was such a no, Mm -hmm. like, no, never. You know what I'm saying? No, never. Like, it's like, (laughs) I mean, like, I think it's a, it is, but also he is a ghostwriter for other folks. So for him, I, I think, I think if he wasn't one, then maybe it'd be different, but you know, it just all depends on if you're a purist of this yeah. or not. Like, do you want your rhymes to come? Do you want the person that you're listening to, your artist, mm. to be giving you the rhymes that they written? So, you know. I don't know, man. My my thoughts on this whole thing is I think it's fine. I don't think people should be discounted um, on their performance piece when it comes to music, like you can't discount a song if a song is a hit, it's a hit, right? If, yeah, if, if it's a hit, it's a hit. If everybody yeah. likes the song, it just everybody likes the song, regardless of who did it, right? Some people just not talented in writing, but they have a voice, they have a performance piece, the, the artistry in writing, the artistry in performing that said song, the artistry in putting the music to it. You know, knowing the key that that music is supposed to be in, you know, that's all a form of art. And I feel like don't discount these rappers that do have a ghostwriter that do like are performing at a bigger level than a lot of the rappers that are writing the rhymes themselves. Now you're gonna have to break down discounting. What do you mean? By I mean that's that, that that's a, that's what I look at when people put asterisks by people's name because like for like they brought up Drake and Kanye and I was like but Drake and Kanye are two of the biggest artists from our time if but not say biggest but Drake ain't going on that that with, in some, really in some probably, instances bro he can't really, go on the goat list no he don't you don't think Drake can go on the goat list nah okay <laughs> I don't nope. I don't have a defense for it you know, <laughs> I mean, like this, that's your opinion, but but I don't, I'm not putting Drake on a goat list because Drake is not a goat to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my opinion, but I do believe that the where he is is as, as an artist, like Drake is one of the top artists in hip hop. Yeah, I mean, you like, we're, you we're past his wave, we've already discussed that. Mm-hmm. But I think Drake, as an artist, had hit the top pinnacle. Like, if you get Drake on a song, that's gonna uh, uh, ex, uh, what's the what's the word? That's gonna help your career. It's not gonna hurt it at all, and it's definitely gonna improve it. Look at Lil Baby on uh, Indeed. Drake was on that song. Maybe a, a few months later, Lil Baby's the biggest artist, you know, coming out the south. But I bet Lil Baby ain't got no ghostwriter. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he does it. He does it, man. But Drake was on that album. Dirt, another one. I think it's just the sense of, uh, like I said, it's hip hop. So it's the sense yeah. of doing it. Like, I did this. I created this art. I Like, if you go to a a painter and he puts his, and, and I'm sure it happens, but 
he puts his, you know, he puts his name on it and it's such beautiful paintings and he's held so high, but none, but he didn't make any of those paintings. You're going to be kind of like, that's yeah. plagiarism, bro. Exactly. <laughs> plagiarism. Uh, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, people, I'm sure people do it. But in, but in music, you can do that. No, no, you can't. In music, you can have people write the lyrics for you. Well, yeah, you can have people write the lyrics. I mean, but you but have to. I'm what talking what, about the the uh, uh I'm, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we're not talking about stealing, but right, my right. example is if your favorite artist, well, I'm sure people pay people to do the paintings for them too. You know, yeah, but it's their painting. Who? It's the artist who painted the painting is whose painting it is. I can buy yeah. a painting and then resell that painting because then that painting becomes mine once I buy it from the artist. But the artist itself. But see, this is, is what, what I'm saying. It's where the value is. Exactly. You know, but this is what I'm saying. If you go to a painter and you find out that he has a ghost painter. He can't have a ghost painter. This is my example. How you know? He can't have a ghost painter, man. How you know? He could really have a ghost painter. He can't yeah. have somebody paint for himself because this is why. Because whoever painted the painting can sign their name on there and it becomes their painting. So if they got agreement, he like, hey, you paint these things. I'm going to be the face. Nobody would ever agree to, or nobody should agree to that. So why should we, So is ghost writing okay? Yes, ghost writing is fine. Because in music, it's in music, the value is not the writer. The value what? is the music. Nah. The, the, because you think about it, man, music started without without words. The value was the music. In hip hop, it was still music, written. In hip hop, hip hop started as a DJ. But the and music then they was put still the words written. as a secondary thing, man. But the music oh. was still written. Okay. It's still we, written. Like, I agree regardless, to disagree it's, with you. It's still <laughs> written. I love you, brother, Point but I agree through. to disagree. <laughs> People, hey, Elon Musk, the Tesla. Guess yeah. what? He didn't make that. Right. Someone else did, and but was he it his, took it over? He's the face of it, right? Exactly. So exactly. So he, they did, uh, without him, do we have Tesla? Yeah, you still have it. How? Cause it's his idea, right? It's his idea. No, it's or, it, or he bought it from somebody else, right? <laughs> he took it from somebody. He took else. it from somebody else and calls it Tesla, right? Yeah, what it was the called, other person he called? Re, uh, he renamed. It. I forgot what it was called, but yeah, it was. So it without was Elon Musk, we don't have Tesla. You don't have the name Tesla. We don't have but Tesla. The, the car exists. The the, the the technology was coming because we have Thank it now everywhere, right? All that exists. Right, because of whatever. But we don't have Tesla. No. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. It takes every it takes a village. Anyway. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. <laughs> you still my brother. I still love you to death, man. Hey, once again, guys, this is like bread. This was a this was a good one. This was a good one. Um, once again, guys, thank you. G was here. I want to know, man. I want to hear. I I guarantee G's gonna be like, We like if you ask him the question, bro, is anybody writing for you? 
Ask you don't see but like we that, know we you know G see Rice's own no. stuff. And we're gonna be like, exactly. We know G Rice's own stuff. We go ask him on the live. When we go live <laughs> Thursday, we'll ask him. But any, anyway, thank you once again, guys, for listening to another episode of Speaker Geekers Podcast. This has been a wonderful discussion about ghostwriting. Um <laughs> I had fun with this one today. Um if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel, 3 on Media Studios. Also, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the third. You got Steve at the great Steve O Steve. And you got G at Barry Made of Wood. Um, we're going live Thursday to talk about our top five, and we will probably get more into this. Um, ghost writing um, question with G since he's not here with us today. We'll probably even talk about it like over the week. But yeah, anyway. it's probably gonna spill. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably like nine times out of ten, I'm gonna be by myself on what on ghost writing being okay. But uh, that's okay. I still love them guys. Um, Steve, you got anything else, man? Before we get out of here. Yeah. I, I really would. I really want them to get rid of that term ghostwriting. Like, just, just writer. Be writer. Writer is cool. Just, hey, you got a writer. That's yeah, fine. That's I fine. I don't care. It's a music jam. But should cool. it discount a, an artist? Yes. You're not going on the greatest of all time. <laughs> so, if you, you know. have a writer, you can't go on the greatest of all time. That is the, that is the requirement. You got a super asterisk there. <laughs> that's funny, man. <laughs> anyway, with that being said, guys, I'm out. Peace. Peace.